This is episode 440 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, Three Levels of Intelligence Analysis Every Prepper Needs to Know and Why. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Everyone, I hope you have taken advantage of the free video lesson that I put up on Prepper Website called The Three Ways to Get Started in Food Storage, or Three Easy Ways to Get Started in Food Storage. Like I said, it is a free video lesson. I have worksheets. I have a worksheet that will allow you to walk through the video lesson and you can fill in the blank as you're going as well as two other worksheets that I believe are very helpful and uh, hopefully you will take advantage of those. For those of you that just listen to podcasts and don't ever go read you know, preparedness articles and stuff like that, if you go over there you can download the whole video lesson on mp3 so that way you can listen to it on the go. So I have a link in the show notes or over at the website and you can go over, register for that free lesson and, you know, go ahead and, and go for it. I think it's a lot of great information. I've gotten a lot of great feedback and uh, would really like for you to take advantage of that. One other thing I want to mention before we get moving into the actual article is I've got a t-shirt now, <laughs> a t-shirt that says prepared or prepped and aware. So at the very end of, if you've been listening for a while, at the very end of the, of the podcast, I close it off, stay prepped and aware. And uh, when I had the chance to make a, an, a t-shirt and to put it up on Amazon, I mean, that was the first one that I made and that's the first one that I wanted to promote. So I've got a, a t-shirt if you want to support the podcast. Now it doesn't say the Prepper Website Podcast or it doesn't say Prepper Website or anything like that. It just says Prepped and Aware. I downloaded or downloaded. I, I purchased one. It came in pretty quickly and uh, I took a couple of pictures. So if you follow me on social media, you've seen it on Instagram, on Twitter, you've seen it over on Facebook as well. But uh, it's there. And so if you'd like to support the podcast and also wear this shirt, it's really well made. I'm really happy with it. I purchased other t-shirts before in the past and I just wasn't really happy with the quality, but I'm really happy with this quality here. So if you want, again, you want to support the podcast, you want to wear, you know, something that is preparedness related, this is the shirt for you. It's in black and also in navy and you can get it in men's and also women's. And so I'm going to link to it in the show notes. Uh, I did find out that I can do that and I can do that, do that with permission from Amazon. And so I do have it in the show notes and over at the website, theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. So that way you can go link to it very easily. All right. So I want to let you know my voice is a little scratchy. I uh, This morning going to church or getting up and, and getting ready for church and everything, I got a, a text message. Our worship leader wasn't going to be in this Sunday and I already knew that. Um, you know, they were out on a little weekend getaway, but uh, the person that was going to lead worship for me you know, let me know that they had food poisoning and they weren't going to be able to make it into uh, make it into church to lead worship. And they'd been up all night long. So that kicks me into a whole nother gear. You know, I usually wake up and maybe put some finishing touches on my sermon or maybe finish the PowerPoint or whatever, you know, different things like that. But uh, this put me in a, a whole different gear and I hadn't played my guitar in uh, it's been months. 
So uh, I, I responded to the text, let them know, thank you. I, I responded to some of the other members like, hey, you know, we'll do some songs uh, that, you know, we've done before in the past. And I uh, took my guitar and everything. Everything worked out well, but my throat was just, I'm not feeling 100%. And so my throat uh, just started feeling really scratchy. And by the time I got home after church, I was so worn out. And uh, I ate a, ate a little bit and then went to bed and I slept for four hours today. So uh, four hours. And to be honest with you, I woke up, did some things for the website and, and the podcast. And I know that I'm going to be able to go right back to bed. So I just feel worn out in my throat. I got some chamomile tea, got some honey. And so, you know, I'm, I'm sucking that down. I'm going to be doing that during the podcast. Uh, this isn't a very long article, so I'm going to go ahead and jump right into it. And uh, we'll, we'll get moving for there, from there. But uh, go ahead and keep me in your prayers if you don't mind. Because uh, getting sick, I just there's I stay too busy. I, I don't want to get sick. I got too much stuff going on. So our first article comes to us, or our only article, comes to us from ModernSurvivalBlog.com. Uh, Ken has a great website over there. A lot of great information. This, like I said, this article is not very long. But it has some good information. And then he's got such a great community over there that there's always a lot of comments and those comments let me tell you something those comments are places where you can glean a lot of great information so uh, if you go over to this article make sure that you hit the comment section but let's go ahead and start reading three levels of intelligence analysis and that every prepper needs to know and why most preppers me included have a tendency to get caught up in big picture current events That is, the happenings, the events, the tendencies and direction of our nation as a whole, or even international or global. It's easy to become emotionally charged up on the great issues that may or will affect us as a nation or world in the long run. And that's okay. In fact, it's your civic duty to become educated about these issues and get involved to the extent that you can. However, here's the problem. We spend too much percentage of our time on this level of intelligence analysis. Too much compared with what? Good question. And that's the purpose of this article. The source of the following principles is listed below. The three levels of intelligence analysis. Number one is tactical. Two is operational. And three is strategic. A simple way to define this is as follows. Tactical is close by. Operational is regional. And strategic is national and global. Tactical intelligence, that which is immediately important to us, And that being like your home and your neighborhood, the surrounding area. Operational intelligence is the area where we can identify larger trends. And again, that is more of the regional, county, state, those types of uh, areas that you're looking at or considering. And then strategic intelligence is the strategic level is the largest in scope. And that would be national and also global. So why does it matter? Better time management of your intelligence gathering. According to Samuel Culper, a former military intelligence NCO and civilian intelligence analyst, his rule of thumb is 60-30-10, 60% tactical, 30% operational, and 10% strategic. This is a quote. Samuel Culper is the author of SHTF Intelligence, an intelligence analysis guide to community security. I have read his comprehensive guide, which is the catalyst for this article. If you have a mindset of interest in intelligence gathering from an analysis perspective, you can get this very technical guide from ready-made resources. So if you wanted to click over to ready-made resources, there is a link there. Um, The 
the guide is $29.95. And so a lot of good information. And I know that Samuel, uh, I know that I've linked to his stuff from Forward Observer on Prepper website a lot. And he has very long articles, uh, very, you know, very intense, very thorough. And uh, almost to the point where I couldn't read them on the podcast because they would be very, very long podcasts. But a lot of great information there. So what will matter most? Again, with regards to gathering and tracking information, we tend to spend too much of our time focusing on big strategic issues. What we should be doing is being more diligent about and with our immediate sphere, our home, our neighborhood, our locality. Why? Because if and when the SHTF, what will matter most is your local situation. There's not much that you comparatively can do to affect or what will affect you regarding big national or regional issues. Local, however, is another story. Having tactical local intelligence will be paramount to your security and your decision making as you move forward through the event, SHTF, or just life in general. So this is what matters most. While the stuff that's going on nationally or regionally may eventually affect you locally, which is why it's important to know and understand those levels, it is very important to have a grip on your own area of operations, your home, your neighborhood, your town. These things will affect you first and most. So the method that we might use to gather tactical operation and strategic intelligence may include a variety of techniques. The important thing is for someone or more than one in your group to do it. If there is no group, then you should devote some of your time towards this. Tactical is the most important. It's literally your small local geographical sphere of operations. This sphere is its own geography, terrain, your own home and property. There are other people with their homes and properties, businesses, stores, buildings and structures and roads. There's a town government, services, local law enforcement, emergency personnel, etc., these people within your tactical sphere have their own opinions, beliefs, political leanings, motivations, their own readiness or lack of, their own influence among the community. How much do you know about your own neighbors and your own town? The more you know about the people within your locality, the better prepared you will be, knowledge-wise, about the specific that may affect you, be it good, bad, or indifferent. So lots of this subject has to do with your own well-being and security. It starts with intelligence. Having a tactical security plan is beyond the scope of this short article. However, it will be very important to have tactical intelligence in order to have a better security situation. Focus on local. Chances are that you're not in direct contact with sources beyond your locality. Regional, state, and national information intelligence gatherings will likely be from external sources. These may include mainstream news outlets, alternative news outlets, social media, websites, internet, print over the air radios, and others. It is important to know what's happening outside of your locality, but don't focus too much of your time on operational and strategic intelligence compared with time spent understanding your own tactical location. All right. Good article, good informational article, kind of get the juices flowing and get you thinking. The only thing I wish that maybe they would have gone into just a little bit more um, information on what kinds of things you could do in order to get um, tactical tactical uh, information, right? So just a couple of things right off the bat. I, I would, if you have not invested in 
some kind of way that you can scan you know radio frequencies like you know your fire department your police department those you know the sheriff's department um, the local county and stuff like that I think that that would be very important for you and you can do that easily they they buy they have things that are just police scanners and they make it very easy for you to do that I would invest in something just a little bit more like a, a Balfung. Uh, I know people are like, oh, come on, really? But you, you can get them for 50 bucks. Really, I have a friend at church who calls them like throwaway ham radios. So, you you know, there are some really nice ones that you can own, and you might have some of those really nice ones. But these are the kinds that you don't have a problem with. You know, you, you have them on your belt or whatever. If whatever reason you lose it or it falls in the water or mud or whatever, I mean, that's this is the way the way he explains it. It's like there's not that much of a loss, right? It's 50, 60 bucks. I mean, that for a lot of people, that's that's decent money, but it's not like losing a three or $400 radio. But the cool thing about those is you can get a programmable cord and you can use software. There's software out there that will allow you to program so you can dial in all your local uh, you know, agencies, everything that you want to find. You can go out there and you can find all the local frequencies and dial them in and download them to your Baofeng, and then you you have them available. And so not only is it something that you can listen to and listen to things that are going on out there, but if it was a real true SHTF situation, you could communicate using that. Even if you don't have a ham radio license, you, you know, if there's not an emergency, it's not SHTF, you're not supposed to use it that way. You can get in trouble, you can get fined, all that kind of stuff. But if you were in an SHTF situation, you could do that. You could use that ham radio in that way. So that is one way. One thing that I would do is to make sure that I had something that I can scan frequencies, right? Another thing that is, is just kind of come up to me in my mind since we are in this uh, midterm elections right now, there's going to be a lot of statistics and demographics on uh, on on just what people are voting on, what people are doing, all that kind of stuff. So there is just a lot of information going to your county website. You you probably would find you know how people around you are voting and how it breaks down. Uh, for instance, in Texas, I was reading something uh, earlier this this evening where. You know, the our, it seems like our cities are turning very liberal. So, um, you know, Houston and Dallas and San Antonio and, of course, Austin has has been very liberal. And people are moving from other parts of the country. They're coming to Texas. And so the cities, the inner cities are are going very liberal. Right. I mean, they would vote Democrat. But then you have on the uh, the suburbs and the, the suburban, the suburbanites, the, the rural places in Texas, those places are more, mostly conservative and they're voting for, you know, Republicans and things like that. And so that might be something that would help you. I mean, like, how does your county vote? Maybe how does your precinct, if you can get down to that level, and how does your precinct vote? That might just give you a little bit of insight. There might be a lot of other demographic information tied to those that uh, you don't normally find so easily on a, on a non-election you know election cycle. You might be able to find this information pretty easily. So that's always important. Maybe... If you can befriend a police officer, right? That is one of the one of the like. For instance, in my neighborhood, I know that my neighborhood pays to have police come and patrol, right? 
So those people that are patrolling the neighborhood, they realize that you're, uh, you know, you live in the neighborhood and maybe they're driving by and you kind of wave them down and stop them, kind of talk to them and, and, you know, develop a friendship to where when they see you or they, they're driving by, you're waving at them, that kind of stuff. And then you can begin to start asking them questions about the area. Hey, so what is going on around here? What is, what kinds of things have you heard um, are there, you know, really big crime things that are happening? I mean, do I need to be concerned? Do I need to be, you know, do I need to take care of my kids? You know, do is there something that I need to do differently here? Because, you know, compared to maybe, you know, a neighborhood further down, further down the, the freeway or whatever. And so that might be a way that you can do that. You can go look at crime statistics, although sometimes crime statistics aren't always as accurate. But, and sometimes they focus on certain things, but you know, there's ways of doing things. And so just think about what are the best ways. I know that like, for instance, in Houston, I know that I can get better statistics and demographics than someone that is living in a rural community. There's different websites that I've been able to go to that I've been able to draw or bring up stuff from, from like the Houston area. But when I try to pull up something from a rural area, there's just not a lot of information because I think they're focusing more on, you know, the masses and so that might be if you live in a rural setting, you might need to, you know, have other means of getting information. Now, I want to say I, I do think you need to stay aware of what is going on. And now, this article and, you know, Ken and Samuel, they don't talk about don't completely pay attention to what's going on globally. I, I believe that you should be paying attention. So and just like they do, and maybe the percentages, um, maybe I I skew my percentages just a little bit more. But for me, being aware of what's going on out in the world, because I know that things are so interconnected. Our, our world is so interconnected. The stock market kind of messes up over in China, and then we're going to feel it over here. Oil you know, has a disruption in one part of the world, and then we feel it over here. Gas prices start to go up, although that's a bunch of junk the way that all that happens. But anyway, I mean, that's just something that, that you're aware of, you know? And then so it's just something that you should be paying attention because things do begin to eventually affect us, right? And things can happen very quickly. Things can happen fast and you want to be prepared. You want to be on top of things. You want to be able to move quickly. And again, that's one reason why I do look at Twitter on a, on a regular basis. Twitter is the way that I get my news. I don't even really look at you know, television anymore. I don't look at any of the, those news, uh, you know, news uh, programs or anything like that. It's mostly just online. And a lot of the times I see things way before they make it to mainstream media. And so anyway, so take a little bit of time to think about your situation, your local situation and move out from there. You know, one of the other things I want to say is there might be uh, a Facebook group that is uh, specific to your area of town. And that might be something that talks about specifically about crime. That might be a good source for you. I know that uh, there's one from my area and it's always proven really, uh, really to have timely information. And so that might be another thing, but you know, start with your local and then kind of go out and you just know where, where you're living, know maybe some of the, the issues that you might be dealing with if there really was a true SHTF situation. And it really doesn't only have to be for SHTF. It can be just because you want to make sure that you're on top of crime and you know what's going on in your neighborhood. So guys, that's over at modernsurvivalblog.com. Like always, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 440. 
Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. That way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. Hey, and if you haven't reviewed the Prepper Website Podcast, we'd really be thankful and grateful if you can review us, give us a five-star review on iTunes, Stitcher, any other podcast network that you're listening to us on. That just really helps to get the message out there. And then again, when you share just with someone word of mouth, like, hey, uh, do you listen to podcasts? I listen to the Prepper Website Podcast, and there's just some good information there. And so, uh, you know, when you share it out there, we really appreciate it. It helps to spread the word of preparedness and helps to support the Prepper Website Podcast. Hey, don't forget to take a moment to connect with me on social media. Also, don't forget about the Facebook group. We'd love to have you over there. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.